You are listening to Normalized Crime, an in-depth look at gang life and all the effects that come along with it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Normalized Crime. I'm Eric. What's going on, Berto here? And Berto, we're back with another episode and sounds like you got a whole list of things to go over with us today. Take her away. <clears throat> yeah, so this is kind of, I guess this is like a little bit of a, it's a unique episode. Um, probably going to be a hodgepodge of a bunch of information. But uh, first and foremost, you know, to all the people listening, obviously I appreciate you guys 100%. I appreciate all the support, like always. But I want to let you guys know I ran into a crazy buzzsaw schedule. Um, for those that don't know me, you know, as personally, I'm actually going to be an electrician. And so, you know, I've been in school. I was in school before and I was able to manage doing the podcast, going to school and going to work. And it was tough, but I was able to manage doing it. Um, this time around, um, the school, the semester just started and there's like a lot more going on. Uh, not only with just the podcast, like we still, we now we do the Patreon um, we have different elements that we're doing. And so to be able to record every day and go to school every day and, and go to work every day is really, really challenging. So our plan is to is to release new episodes bi-weekly until, at least until we can get a breather, I can get a breather with my schedule, um, which is most likely at the end of semester. But so it just gives you guys a little more time to anticipate the episodes. That's all. Um, and, uh, but, uh, you know, I'll still be, I'll still be doing obviously the Patreon, um, will still be a top priority. So I'll still have that going. Um, no problem as far as that. Uh, I just, I just really need to be able to have a little bit of extra time to, you know, actually manage my life. So that's kind of the big announcement. Eric, are you shocked? I'm not. Cause you had already told me. And I, I thought I've I've thought this was a change that should have happened a while ago because it it, it has become a very because you're a producer in something yeah <laughs> because you're because a editing is a lot of work and exactly. and also just because I feel like with this format we can be much better with consistently coming out with Patreon stuff instead of you know. When we can stick it into the schedule, we'll throw out a Patreon episode. So if anybody is worried about not having an episode every week, then and you're not a Patreon member, get signed up for the Patreon because I'm pretty sure it'll be it, go right. You'll have a episode a week again if you're a Patreon subscriber. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Especially, yeah, especially because I can... Um... Yeah, I can manage this to to squeeze some time in. But yeah, I mean, overall, listen, I just uh I just I appreciate everybody's patience with this. Um, but uh like I said, it's it's more of a thing. It'll give you guys a little more time to anticipate the episodes. And uh from there, um I wanted to spin to a positive note. And I kind of to want to touch on, you know, all the reviews that I've received for the podcast. Um, you know. And what is our <clears throat> review count up to? Um, I'd have to, I'd have to count again. I'd have to count again. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, and I it, it's 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 kind of sad, right? But I don't know exactly um, what what the what the actual email addresses are. They just you know you like you leave a review, and then it it shows like 
I think it's maybe what they emailed from. It shows obviously where I think, but like this one is from Hello Wisconsin. This is like one of our first reviews. It was actually in January of 23. So shout out to Hello Wisconsin, who that is. Um, it was actually a pretty, pretty, it was short review, but it was good. You know, just, just complimenting the, bringing the awareness. Um, the second one was from Tito42, um, <clears throat> late subscriber, but that was, this was still March of 23. So uh, another supporter, Lisa Lee uh, times two, that was March of 23. That's the person's okay, name so, is Lisa Lee times two or they leave. Well, it's, 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 no, it's Lisa Lee X two, but I, oh. I mean, I would say times two, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just I didn't know if like like you were saying they left two reviews or what, but okay, I'm following you. Yeah, this was a this was I see, and that's what I'm saying. This in where it's supposed to say your name or whatever. Like I was just shouting out it. It says bring back the original app. Um, I don't know what I don't know if that's the name of this guy. Yeah, I think what I what I think you're seeing is like their Apple ID or something like that. So this was actually. You should only, read that one. <laughs> this is actually our only um, one-star review. Um, and I was a little hurt behind it. But this you is our hurt. only one. You were hurt. They always <laughs> say good things about Birdo. <laughs> okay, this is what he said. But I'm saying we're a team, man. We're a team. All right, so it says, I'll read this one. It says, Birdo was interesting to listen to. If he got rid of those two clowns, this podcast would be a five star. And he gave me a one star. So apparently Eric and Gavin are the two clowns. Yes. Um, so it's unfortunate he feels that way because I feel like he would like the podcast if he just gave it a chance. Well, but, well, and, uh, and it's funny because um, that 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 listener also, I mean, I think they were just looking for me and Gavin's podcast because they went around to pretty much all my podcasts and left pretty much the same review, except for the, except for the, uh, the Berta was really good part. <laughs> so okay. he didn't say really good. He said interesting. To <laughs> oh, interesting. To okay. Like, <laughs> um, okay. Then another one is from uh, Chewy G21. <clears throat> I could never guess who that guy is. But it's a good one. It's a five star review. That was in March. Nadia C05. Um, that was in April of 23. Um, this is a really good review. Um, not much about you in here, Eric. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the good ones uh, never have me in them. So. <laughs> okay. We got Diana, Diana.m88. This was a good one as well. Okay, this one, I don't know how you spell it. I mean, how you say it, but I can try. I think it's Sidisi. It's S-Y-D-I-C-I. This was a newer one. This is June. Great, great review. Appreciate you. Um, we have <clears throat> Jesus 5 King. This is another good review. Sorry, Eric. Nothing about you here either. <laughs> uh, okay, this, this one. This is our newest one. Man, it was a really good review, and uh, I appreciate it. And it's from ADH1615. Uh, and so, yeah, that was, I mean, it was, I'm really shocked, man, like for people to, you know, take the time out of their day to to do something like that, to write something. Um, even the guy that left a bad review, right? Like he still yeah. took his time I to mean, do it, so I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and, you know, 
And he probably, you know, he probably listened to an episode and just couldn't stand the sound of your voice. So he's like, you so know he what? Just I'm out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, but uh, yeah, no, I just, I, I, I've been meaning to do that and just to send a little shout out, you know, I don't know how personal people like to, <clears throat> to get about their information. So I don't want to, you know, really read some of them, you know, and, and, uh, but I'm, they're available for everybody. They can, they're on Apple podcasts if they want to go and check them out. Um, so I appreciate that. Appreciate everybody. Eric, I'm sorry you weren't <laughs> as huge of a hit, but you know, in spirit, okay you're there. It. You're there. I'm okay with it. You're okay so, with that? Yeah. All right. So, um, on a, on a, on a sadder note, I guess you could call it, um, because, you know, anytime, anytime you deal with somebody who's passing, man, to another, you know, passing on and to another place, it's, it's hard to deal with for a lot of people, obviously, people got family. And so I won't speculate too much on anything would happen. Um, but I guess it's, it's crazy to acknowledge this, but, uh, from my understanding, Ella Ricardo passed away. Right. And so a lot of people from the South side, they would know that name. And, um, so I guess that says something about him right there, right. That a lot of people would know him. Um, I don't know how he passed from my understanding. It was a little bit more of natural causes. So, you know, my condolences to his family. Um, You know, I just mentioned him, right, because, uh, you know, I, I actually still have, it's crazy, I actually still have the uh, the message, messages in, in Messenger. Um, I was talking to, to Ricardo, he, and, uh, you know, he reached out to me out of nowhere and was just like, yo, man, I heard about your podcast from somebody else. I listened to it, and, uh, you know, basically, like, you know, we're grown now. We left that shit behind us and, and, um, you know, we made it out of there basically. And, you know, I appreciated that. And I just told him like, listen, man, you know, if you ever want to come on, like I'd be willing to have you on as a guest, you know, like obviously, you know, like with, and this is, this is just calling a spade a spade. Like, you know, with Chewy, you know, um, when he came on, you know, he was a two one, but you got to remember like, we we warred with two ones to some extent, but you know we don't have a we didn't have because two ones you know they kind of stayed in their in in their area and and we were all over everywhere else. Yeah, we got into them a lot, but I feel like it was a lot of our older guys that got into it with the two ones. If I'm being honest, and so I, I'm just saying that because I feel like with the LFs, like we were like really really like gung ho at each other, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and and so that's why Ricardo, you know, like he he has a, uh, you know, he's he's. He's been in a lot of timelines throughout my life, you know, and um, like as far as just being in, in, involved in different places. And so, you know, the fact that he reached out, the fact that we were able to to have that conversation and he actually agreed, bro. That's the crazy part. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, I, I, he's like, I'd be nervous to do it. But I think, you know, basically like I, I do it, you know what I'm saying? And um, and I was like, well, listen, it's on your time, you know, whenever you feel comfortable. And, and we kind of left it at that. You know, and then it's unfortunate, man, you hear about somebody passing like that. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's sad because you never, you know, first of all, it's his life, right? But then you never know, like, what kind of impact that has, man. You know, because, like, that's a guy who was, he was a somebody at some point. You know, I know a lot of people don't like him. And that's that's obviously for a reason. Because there's probably a lot of people that do like him. You know, and that's that's how this game goes. You, you know, and, and I'm, in that, I'm in that same conversation. There's a lot of people that don't like me. You know, but there was a lot of people that did like me. And so, you know, when you're in that situation, you know that you were probably doing what you were doing in the street, you know? And so, 
yeah, man, I tip my cap to him. Um, from my understanding, he had turned his life around. He was working all the time. And, um, you know, I haven't heard about him being too crazy in the street. You know, if, if I'm wrong, I guess somebody can call me out on it. But, um, yeah, yeah. So I think, listen, the first, I'm going to tell you the first time, right? I ran into Ricardo. Uh, I think it's appropriate. You know, I, you know, I apologize if it, if it seems insensitive, um, to anybody who's mourning, but, uh, this is usually how I, how I, how I remember people, man, is, is through, you know, just, just <laughs> encounters. And, uh, even though we never had good encounters with each other and they were encounters, man, and they were, there were our timelines and our lives crossing paths. And so, um, but this is kind of a testament to the kind of guy he was. Um, I'm coming out of school, right? And uh, <clears throat> I think I told the story of how I used to have to go to UCC with a gun. And um, well, this was one of the main reasons that I started carrying a gun to UCC alternative. It was right on 8th and Scott, I believe, right on the corner. It was an old church that they turned into an alternative school. It was ratchet as hell. I don't even know how that works. Like you turn an old church into a, that was crazy. But anyways, so it was alternative school, but it's right in LF hood. And so <clears throat> I remember I'm, I'm walking home from school one day and uh, it's just funny. It's, it's funny, bro, how people, their true colors are exposed, you know, as far as like what they portray and 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 how they carry themselves. Right. And and I'll never forget it, bro. I was with this white dude that was, that was, he went to the school. But he was, and I mentioned his race because he was a white dude in every sense of the word wanted to act like he was black. And it's one thing to have swag, right? Because like I was born in the urban, raised in the urban, you know what I mean? And I talk with a lot of slang when I'm around old friends and, and it comes out of me, you know, mm-hmm. that's just, that's just, it was a part of me, you know, mm-hmm. but that was natural. This guy was one of them guys who you can tell he was unnatural, <laughs> And he was trying to 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 be something he wasn't. But anyways, I say that because he was walking with me, right? And he kind of acted like we were a little bit cool, right? So when you're cool with somebody, it just goes without saying, man. Like if you're cool with somebody, you're you, like somebody's all right with you. Like you're never gonna well, you'll hear, right? So we're, so so we're walking, right? And I remember we get right to Allen Field, which is on Eighth and Lapham, right? So I'm walking up A Street. We had a friend that also went to that school that lived on Eighth and Lapham. But across the street, kitty corner from Allen Field, this dude named Juan, I'll never forget, he was a Cuban dude, so funny. And we used to go over there and get high and smoke weed, you know? And and I was already, this is, I'm, bro, I'm like 13, you know? Like, this is early, early on. This is like before I even was like, this is like when I was like barely around Walker, you know? Like, I was starting to go around Wall Walker. And uh, so we get, we get, I get to the corner, right, with this dude. I want to say his name is Danell or John Danell. John, something coming crazy. White dude. And I see this white Caprice pull up. Now you got to remember, school just let out everywhere. So there's kids everywhere. Like there's this Allen Field, this is elementary school. So I'm walking from, I'm coming from obviously alternative school, but Allen Field is elementary school. So the fact that that let out, you know, there's kids everywhere, there's crossing guards, there's like a lot of shit going on. And mm-hmm. so I hear somebody like yelling, like, hey, hey. And like I'm looking around, right? So you got to remember at this point in my career as even a, pro- a prospective gang member, I'm not really privy or hip to like how to keep my head on a swivel yet. Like I wasn't really knowledgeable about the nuances that came along with that kind of lifestyle. I was just, I was just winging it, 
yeah, I was urban and that came natural, but the gang element of it was new to me. You know what I mean? And so, so I don't, I didn't know. Like I, and then I turn around and that white caprice and there's a dude hanging out the, his driver's side window. And this is a big dude. You know, I think, I think he ended up losing a lot of weight um, to his credit. I think I heard that, but, but at this time, Ella Ficardo was a big dude, man. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, he's, he's out the window. Right. And he's like, what's up? Like throwing his hands up to me and then throwing the four up, right? Which is LF. And so I can see there's like four guys in the car, right? It's him and three other guys. And so um, I just kind of nod my head to him, you know, and then we cross the street. And so now he's kind of like stuck in traffic, you know, when he's trying to get across the street. And and um, Lapham is like a, a a bigger street. It's not like a regular side street. It's a bigger street. So you know, he has to get it off, but we're, we're crossing the street. And I'm telling this dude, uh, I think his name was John. I'm telling John, I'm like, yo, I'm probably gonna have to fight these dudes, you know? And, um, he's like, damn, like I can tell he's kind of like scared and shit. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and so I look at him and he's like, man, bro, he's like, you know, I ain't got nothing. He's like, I ain't got nothing to do with none of that. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> all right. I got some so, on my own. Right. And so. So now I'm like, damn, if I get to Juan's house, like maybe, maybe Juan will rock with me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to run though. You know what I'm saying? Because one, like I already go to this school and it's like, I'm not going to run from these dudes. Like they're not going to shoot at me. I don't think they're going to shoot at me in broad daylight. Like right now, you know what I'm saying? Like we're right in front of this elementary school. I don't, I, so I'm like, all right, so worst case scenario, like I'm going to get my ass whooped. Like, okay, that wouldn't be the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like it wouldn't be the last time. Like, oh, okay. I'm going to get a couple in. You know, that's, that's what I'm counting on. But I'm also like, all right, if Juan's right here, maybe it won't be as bad as, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> as it could be. And so now, you know, while I'm there, um, LF Ricardo, he can't get through. So, so sure enough, two guys get out the car and then the other one stays in there. And, um, I know exactly who they were. It was LF Tito and it was LF Shorty. And I've talked about Shorty before. Um, and so they run up to me. And, uh, I told you, I think I told this story before though. They run up to me and, um, are you, he was like, what'd he say? He was like, are you a King? And I wasn't a King at the time, you know? And, uh, you got to remember like to say you're a King and you're not a King is like, it's not a, it's not a good thing to do. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, I'm not just talking about from the, from the, uh, from the gang element, like the rival gangs. I'm talking about even within the Latin Kings, like you, you, especially during this time, like you, you weren't supposed to be claiming you were a king if you didn't earn that right. You see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It wasn't even about the repercussions from the other gangs, like whatever. I knew I was a future, you know? And so I told him, I was like, no, I was like, I'm almighty though, you know? And, and that's like, that's like almighty is like, yeah, like I'm a, I'm a future somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be something, but I'm going to be under the five basically. And, and that's kind of like the peoples and folks element of the whole, the two factions, you know, the peoples and the folks. And so if you're almighty, then, then everybody who's whatever they are, they'll know that, okay, he's going to be something. So that didn't really say that I was going to be a King, but it just said that, okay, they knew where I was at. And Mm -hmm. so they both kind of looked at each other and they looked at me. The dude asked me, he was like, you know, Webster, I knew who Webster was. Webster was 12th street. I'm like, yeah, I know Webster. He was like, if you see Webster, tell him Shorty's looking for him. By this time, Ricardo had pulled up. You know, the other guy was still in the car. And Ricardo had, like, his arm around the back seat. He's, like, turned around looking at us. And they didn't do shit, though. They didn't do shit. They had me dead to rights. They didn't do nothing. And they rolled off. And so 
that was my first encounter ever with with LF Ricardo. But uh, so why do you think they didn't do anything? Was it just because from their perspective, it was just kind of like you weren't worth their time or was it? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it was. I can imagine. I look, I, I bro, I, I was 13. I probably looked really, really young, like really, really young. Like, you know, like four whiskers on my lip, young, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's a good question. But first of all, like they did me justice by just having one. I would have fought either one of them head up. Like, you okay, you let's fight one-on-one. Now, obviously if they jump me, like, then whatever, like two on one is not going to be a great advantage, right? But I would have got a couple punches and that's really what would have counted, you know? And then it would just determine how bad them other guys wanted to get out and, and do something, you know? And so I could have seen it happening on their end, why they wouldn't do it. Yeah, I guess that's the only thing is that I wasn't significant. I wasn't an actual king. Like what stripes are they really getting? And the fact that I said that was all, I was almighty, you know, because I was, I was, I was, I remember the time, bro, when I wasn't really um, in a situation where I was like, for sure, a Walker future, you know, like I would hang out with them, but it was never like established yet. You know, um, mm-hmm. this that's why I said this is early, early on. This is before every and anything, basically before uh, the snowball got rolling. But that was my first encounter with that dude. Um, obviously, throughout the years, man, like... Uh, you know, we had a lot of run-ins. Um, <clears throat> you know, he had a lot of more, a lot more unfortunate run-ins. You know, with the guys than than I did with his. Um, but you know, to 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 call it what it is, it wasn't like it wasn't like we were just treating them any them them guys any old kind of way. You know, like it was it was uh, they were they were a worthy adversary. Like I I've talked about Shorty before and and. Um, you know, and what that was, that kind of, you know, that kind of uh, ongoing feud and war. And Ricardo was the same way, man. I think, to be honest with you, I think after the situation that happened with Mondi at the house party, uh, when Mondi shot him, I think after that, bro, he was kind of like done, you know, because I, I, you know, as far as like really, really trying to gangbang and because uh, I never seen him after that. that was, I never even heard of him after that, to be honest with you. And that was, so he probably probably walked away much earlier than even like you did. Oh, for, well, I think for sure, because this was like, unless he went to prison or something that I don't know about, but this was like, I want to say that was like, oh, two that happened with Mondi. I didn't get indicted until oh five. Yeah. I got locked up in oh three. So there's a chance that if he did get locked up for a short period of time, maybe he was out back during that time. But I'm saying there was never like anything brought up about him putting in work or anything like that at, at that time anymore. So I don't know, man, maybe that this should push them away or maybe, you know, like situations like that, bro, it tells you a lot about your people too. Like I can imagine that night, right. Um, being in that party when he got shot like that, there was a lot of people there, like a lot of people. And there was a lot of like rivals there for us, you know? And I'm thinking in my head, like, damn, none of them guys teamed up and tried to like grab Monty. Like they're in a basement, they're in close quarters with this dude. Like, I understand he's got a gun, but at the end of the day, like, this is your boy. Like, mm-hmm. this is your boy. He's getting shot, you know? And nobody tried to, like, grab him or nothing. And so, I don't know. Maybe he felt some type of way about that. Maybe that should change how he felt about the guys, too. You know, it's little things like that, man, that they do. They open your eyes. And um, I don't know. You know, maybe that's why he walked away. 
Yeah, I mean, you got to figure getting shot, that's a pretty, pretty big thing that you don't really know how that's going to affect a person. Some people will walk away from it and say, and just go on with what they were doing. But a lot of people will could very well just look at that and say, yep, that's, that's what I needed to make me realize I need to get out of this and walk away. So yeah. And it's crazy because I think about it. I think about like, even like us, like, uh, like all the guys I used to be around, like, like the guys that did get shot, like they weren't like crazy catastrophic injuries. And then, you know, with the exception, obviously of losing black hat, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the bullet wounds were like self-inflicted. And so it's like, I I don't, I don't even, I don't, you know, I can't think of, I can't think of one guy uh, that, that was from where we were at that, that got really, really lit up by uh, opposition. But, you know, obviously losing somebody is, is, you can't, you can't, you can't equate that, right? Like losing black cat. And I mean, you just go down the line, man. Like as, as time goes, you lose people and it's, it's crazy. Like even now I lost Rick, you know, wasn't gang related, lost Jose, you know, wasn't gang related. Um, you know, my friend John that passed away not too long ago, wasn't gang related. His little brother, you know, wasn't gang related. And so it's like, damn, man, like, it's like a trap either way, right? It's like you're you're in this or it's, you know, you're in some sort of street environment where it's like that revolving door, man, trying to push through that revolving door to get up out of there. Yeah. <laughs> get out of there as quickly as you can. So so what do you think, man? Do you think, uh, let me ask you this, right? Because, you know, I, our situation was 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 extremely different from like mine and like I said, using that example again, like mine and, and Chewy's, so to speak, because I've never had like that, that uh, physical in, in, you know, in-person beef, so to speak with Chewy, like that, that wasn't really a thing. Like I knew of him and I knew of the, the problem that was going around him. You gotta remember I was locked up though, but like Ricardo, you know, like we were like hated each other. Yeah. You know, like we were, you know, trying to kill each other. And so if we play it hypothetical, man, right? What do you think one of the first things you would have probably tried to ask during this interview? Um, what do you think? How do you think you, what do you think you would have been most interested in hearing? Honestly, hearing what I've heard today, the number one thing that, and, and maybe you can speak to this because maybe I just don't understand it, but I, I struggle with the fact that I can't believe like it says something about this guy. And, and I, when I say something, I mean something very positive. The fact that what I think is really interesting about this whole thing is, is that, I mean, it took something special for him to reach out to you because I feel like, yeah, you've both moved on. You're out of the streets. You've, you've, you know, rebuilt your lives and stuff like that, but there's still gotta be, some, you know, negative vibes, negative hostility towards everything that happened back in the past. And I think you could probably speak to this or, or does that, has it just elapsed so much time elapsed that that's just all gone? Well, listen, I'd be lying if I told you that this goes for any gang member, any gang member, bro. I don't care who you are. If you were a part of a gang, 
and you risked your life for that gang, you know, like you, you, you know, everything I always talk about, bro, everything I always talk about, if you were that ever, then a hundred percent, bro, in the back of your mind and your heart, like that ideal is still there. But then as it filters through everything else and you, you, you remember what it is, that's what pushes you away from it. But mm-hmm. your natural inclination is always going to be to lean the way you've always leaned, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, I think it was a crazy, um, I'll be honest with you, bro. When, when, when the, I just offered it, you know, I just offered it, uh, almost like, like never thinking that it was going to happen. Like basically like I offered it thinking, nah, it's, he's never going to say yeah to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but really, I just okay, here's a better, I just offered it like as a way to like bury the hatchet kind of thing. Like, listen, man, like, you know, like, you know, like I, you're right. Like we're older, like we've gotten past that hundred percent, you know, like a matter of fact, if you ever wanted to, then we could, you know what I mean? But at the same time, like it's, it's tough to think about, bro, because it's like, yeah, like we were really trying to, we were really trying to kill each other, man. We were really trying to kill mm-hmm. each other's people, you know? And so, but um, with that being said, yeah, I was willing to definitely have a conversation with a man and, and, um, and do it, do it regardless of how either one of us felt. Not saying that I hold any ill will because it's over with for me. You know, I don't care. Um, but if he did, you know, understanding that there's a bigger purpose behind us having a conversation. You know, the okay. bigger purpose is always what we talk about. You know, the message we're trying to send and coming from two people who were willing to kill each other at one point, I think that has a little more credibility. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, yeah, man, it's unfortunate that we weren't able to to, to make that happen. Yeah. And one of the things I think I would really, really, really love to hear his side of the story on is just, like you said, with you and Chewie's gang, yeah, you you were rival gangs, so you were rivals, but it was never really heated or anything like that. But La Familia was really like, you guys were constantly going at it. And I would like to hear that from his perspective, because... You know, it'd be interesting to see if if you thought this was a back and forth thing. But maybe you guys were going for them all the time, thinking there was some anger there, and they were sitting there like, would you just leave us alone, <laughs> you know, or something no, something like that. They, would, they definitely they would... wanted that smoke. Because you got to remember, man, they had dudes, they had dudes that were, um, you know, they had guys that were like, you know, they had LF Shorty, they had, they had, I mean, they had dudes that were, were, were active for periods of time. You know, Ricardo, Shorty, um, Looney, they had guys that were, they wanted to kill Kings. Like it, it was never like they, they didn't want, you know, you like, they wanted to smoke, put it like that, man. You know, uh, Tito was around for a while. They had a bunch of, they had a, a alien they had a bunch Ooh. of guys, man. They had a bunch of guys that hated Kings. You know, now some of them, I'll, I'll give you this. Some of them were more about getting money. You know, they were on the, on the hustling tip. And so they weren't as gung-ho. But the young dudes, they were like us. You know, they Ooh. were young and, and wild and hot-headed. And so... Um, but I would man. like to hear that per- from their perspective. Because maybe it was like, well, no. You know, we weren't out to get Kings. But we were also maybe they were just of the mindset that if somebody kind of very similar to you, like how you explain it, like you weren't going to back down. 
And yeah, but you got to remember though, Eric, you got to remember though, bro, our beef with them goes way back. Our mm. beef with them goes way back to, to killing like some of their biggest guys. And from them, uh, obviously from, uh, what they, they really stem from, which was the Lopez family from them guys killing our biggest guys. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's, that's one of them things we talked about before where it just goes back and it's like, nah, they wanted, they wanted, they wanted, um, to avenge even old, you know, old pain that they, their, their gang suffered, you know? And that's like with us, bro. Like we were never going to be cool with Cobras. That would never happen, bro. It would have never happened. Like there's no way there was ever going to be a situation where we were going to be able to come have a sit down conversation. They were like, yo, this needs to stop. Nah. That wasn't going to happen for us, bro. And that's just being honest. I mean, it's stupid now. I look at it, right? Like, I'm a grown man. I see it differently. But at that time, bro, that was never... It was a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, losing Black Cat was the one thing that... The one kink in our armor, so to speak. You know, that was the dude that we had that they took that was actually, like, one of our main guys. You know, as far as somebody who was coming up, who was wild. You know, and he, was, he wasn't he was even a king for that long. That's what's crazy. I think Black Cat... Let me see. He died... I can't remember. May. Was it the LFs that killed Black Cat? No, he got killed by a Cobra. He got killed by a Cobra. Okay. Yeah, that was so. May. That was May 04. I think Black Cat was, I mean, May 02. I think Black Cat was made probably like August of 01. So he wasn't even a king for Freaking, a year. Wow. And he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it would just be interesting to see the reverse side, see from their perspective of what they were seeing at that point in time. Because I guarantee you, there would be a lot of enlightening things that you would have never even realized that they were seeing from their perspective. Yeah, sure. You know, sure, and, and, sure. And, 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 you know, to some extent, bro, like everybody, like, listen, bro, I, you know, everybody's got an ego. Everybody is, is, uh, you know, like they're, they're men at the end of the day. And so I'm sure that their record, you know, recollection of, of, of how things were is different than what mine was, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. I, I always say that. And I'm just talking about my short period of time. You know, we both, we all know that, uh, it wasn't like I had some long, you know, longevity in the street. No, it was, it was a short lived thing, but, uh, it it was a real thing. And so, yeah, I think, I think people probably have a different perspective and maybe would describe things differently, but I've always invited it, bro. You know, Mm -hmm. I've invited people to come on, um, and share their story. But my thing is I'm not, I'm not inviting people on to argue with or to compete with anybody. Um, my thing is ultimately about the message behind what I'm saying. Um, yeah, my personality is gonna is gonna is gonna ring true, and and it's gonna show through my stories. And and at the end of the day, we all know that you know what the purpose of it is, right? The purpose of it is to show that it's all bullshit anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know, if somebody was trying to come on and you know try to, I guess, um, vindicate what they were or anything like that, it's not even worth it. You know, I'm not I'm not here to to do that. Um, but you would be doing it in a sense by just talking about your story, you know, if we're being honest, you know, like that's what this is. And that's what I would ultimately want people to come on and do is share their story, let people learn from it um, and let people grow from it, you know? Um, right. Right. And the more people are, how do you say this? But the more they understand what's going on behind the scenes of this type of thing, the, the much better they can understand it. You don't ever have to say anything positive about you shouldn't do this, 
but just by telling these stories, people should be able to see like, wow, the hypocrisy is everywhere. The yeah, the, and, and the, always, the betrayal is everywhere. You know, it, and that's a key word. That's a key way to put it, Eric. Is it's everywhere because listen, it's funny. It, I was having a conversation with my friend, man, and uh, you know, a good friend of mine, and he's he's actually from California, and that's that's why it's it's key that you say it's from everywhere, right? And and because that's the truth. And he talks about the same thing. He also grew up in in um you know in an urban environment but you know california is a little different it's built a little different you know it's you got northerners you got southerners and and um you know and that's that's kind of where the line is drawn you know obviously um you know you got bloods and crips and and things like that but but i'm talking about from the the you know the latino element of it that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of you know where i was at and so but he was just explaining to me like bro like how you know just how different but eerily similar it is over there you mm-hmm. know it's it's different in structure and things like that and and well he, he'll eventually come on one day and we'll talk about it but you know we're just having a conversation and the whole point was like listen man we all started off on the same side at one time you know um this this gang idea the concept of it was about oppression you know it was about bettering your people and you know we talked about that and so um no i think it's just crazy but you're right it's everywhere yeah it's it's nuts and i think i think irregardless the more perspectives you can get of this lifestyle that just widens you that much more up because even all the experiences that birdo has had you know you're still limited to your perspective of it and where the more people you can bring in and show the different perspectives of it the more clear of a picture people can get of what's really happening if that makes sense yeah that's a good point that's a good point and it's a good point because it's coming from you and you know you probably have that element of an outside perspective so that's even more expensive i know you're probably talking about like different gang members but i'm also talking about people that have no idea about what's going on you know it'd be nice to get their perspective on what you know like a, a, a legit one though not like just a judgmental or anything like that, but like a legit perspective on just like the lifestyle and just how people are and the trap that it is, you know, and ultimately just people killing each other, right? Just, that's all it is. It's not even about gangs. And it's like, um, people, it's people on people, right? Like, um, now I'm gonna give you an example, right? So this is crazy. This is a crazy story. You could see, (laughs) you could see why it was done. Everybody understood it right away. Right. But this is just an example, just how we kill each other, man, um, in, in, in different situations, you know, and obviously like the way I see the street is different now than probably people seen it back then. Um, and, and I'll show you right now. Right. So there was a guy, right. His name was big Ben and he actually got indicted with, uh, he got indicted with the Kings of 98. Right. But he didn't, he didn't get much time. Um, he had a, he had a, I think he had attempted murder charge. That was, that was, he, he pled it down to like a five-year prison term or something. Because I don't even think he was, nobody was hurt. But the way they did it on the RICO indictment is even if nobody was shot, they still considered it an attempted murder because of the conspiracy element, meaning that you plan to do it. So it's still attempted murder. So anyways, um, he ended up getting like a five-year sentence, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he got out in 02. Um, I never really crossed paths. I never met him personally. But from my understanding, he was like a good king. Like he was a good brother and he was really, really about the the kingism and the whole lifestyle and 
anyways, <clears throat> one night he uh, he went to a bar, and uh, when he got to the bar, he seen two guys that used to be kings, and I say used to be kings because, from my understanding, they cooperated on the ninety eight indictment, right? And um, this is this is why I say like obviously seeing it now and looking back you realize there was a lot more than just these two guys that were doing it. And a lot of people were doing it. And we always go down that damn rabbit hole with the hypocrisy and, and how people get away with it and, and all that. Right. But my point of saying it is these guys right here are no different than any other average Joe, but uh, they ran into big Ben. That was the only difference. And when big Ben seen him, walked up to, t- walked up to him, shot him both in the head, wow. killed them both. You know, obviously that's that's an element that is is real. You know, like there's no doubt about it that cooperation is not accepted overtly to street guys. You're not just gonna go around street guys and you try to explain it away or anything like that. You know, there there's no there's no justification for it. And so that's just the reality of it, bro. So that's 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 what's expected um, when when you deal with the street element. But even though it's expected, it's still pretty brutal, right? Mm-hmm. And it's still, it's, you know, I mean, and it didn't end there. I think he was like bashing the guy's face and after he shot him and stayed there until the cops came. They just took him from there and got double life, you know, and doing the rest of his life in prison. But my point is like, we, you know, at one time, those guys were probably friends. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys were probably friends and um, they knew each other. They probably stood in meetings together. And because of the element that was brought into the gang by the gang itself, created criminals, people go to prison. They're put in a position where they tell, obviously, I don't know the situation. I don't know the circumstances. Um, I just, I think it was Scooby and Nutman. That was the names that I remember. But all this is, all this is based on something that was, you know, built by, you know, these, these people who build these gangs, that's who it was built by, you know what I'm saying? And and now you're, you're caught in this whole lifestyle and look, you just lost your life, you know, because you cooperated, but you cooperated because you were involved in this. And, it, and it's like, it's a rabbit hole. You just keep going down and down and down. But at the end of the day, you strip everything away and what it is, once you strip it all away, it's just, there's two guys that raised in similar areas, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Went, grew up doing the same shit, probably in poverty, and both probably, you know, all of them probably of Hispanic descent, you know, so, and so is he, you know, it's three lives lost, because he's never going to see the light of day again, you know, so. Um, and it's just, the one thing that will always blow my mind is just how something that started out as helping people spun so far out of control and turned into what it is today. I will never be able to wrap my head around that yeah and and to 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 some extent right i mean you know there's there's stripes awarded on the street side right for for something like this right so people are gonna be like yeah he killed snitches like bam but i will say this i don't know if this makes it any better um or any more watered down i guess is the better word for him but i never heard of those guys like bringing like major guys down i could be wrong but I never heard of them like, um, you know, like bringing down any top dudes or testifying or anything like that. 
my understanding, they just made some statements, which is bad enough, right? I mean, in the street, that's it. You cross that line, you're done. But like not testifying, not really bringing no, putting nobody in prison, you know, just making some statements. And then they were kind of like, they were away from the gang. It wasn't like they were trying to be active anymore. Damn, you're going to kill them like that, you know, for that. I don't know. So I, I could be wrong though. Maybe they were like a major, I, I just don't remember it. Cause I knew the major guys that told, you know, um, from the last indictment. Yeah. I think that's crazy. They lost their lives probably cause he was not feeling well. He's probably in a bad mood. And yeah. And the fact, they the were fact, cooperators. And, exactly. And, exactly. And, um, boom, just like that, that fast is over with. So yeah, I thought that was a, that was a crazy story, but I mean, it, it it's just, it was really just a, um, to lean into the fact that, man, we were all, you know, at, at one point we're all the same, man. You strip all these titles away, you strip all these, you know, these labels away and, and, and it just leaves a bunch of people in the same situation, bro. All trying to make it out, all trying to, you know, be something different. It ends up being these things that they end up being, you know, that sucks. But Yeah. yeah and the other thing I would wanted to throw out there too, the other great thing about having heard from, if we could have heard from LF Ricardo is just that I have no doubt that if he would have been on this podcast, you know, he would have grown in, in basically changed his life to the point where he was like you. And I think the more people we can get on this podcast that can show that, like where you can hear by them talking that they are not that person anymore, that this was a, a thing in their life that was a terrible mistake. And I think the more people we can show that to, people can start seeing, you know, they might initially listening to this podcast, they might look at it and say, well, is one guy and he's just an exception of somebody that turned his life around, but most people don't. And I think the more examples of people that clearly are not what they were in their past, we can show is a very powerful thing for this podcast. So. Oh, for kind, sure. 100%. Kind of off the subject from what you were talking about, but I just wanted to put that out there because I think that's no, a pretty true. And I think, thing. I think, yeah. And I think it's a precursor to what's, what's to come as well, because, um, you know, I mentioned to you, man, I got, I got some, some people who are interested in coming on and, and there are people from similar backgrounds, um, as far as, uh, going through traumatic, you know, things, but they have a way different, uh, a way different, I guess, environment that they, they had to endure through. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's going to be, it's going to be some interesting guys and and I look forward to bringing them on. Yeah. We look forward to hearing from them. So we won't give any spoilers about that because you just have to come back and find out. So for sure, man, but that, that's what I got, man. Um, yeah, I just wanted to, I really wanted to spend an episode too. And, uh, you know, just thanking everybody and, um, you know, encouraging people to continue to 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 leave comments and and questions if they have any, and and um, just be interactive. Obviously, you know, join the Patreon if you can, and and uh, just continue to support. Um, you know, the bigger we grow, the the more ears we hear. You know, the end the end result is always going to be better. Um, unfortunately, you know, we're we're in we're in the we're in the game of I guess end result really isn't great terminology because there really is no end you know (laughs) but uh just to fight the good fight man so that's what i got all right well with that we'll wrap this episode up as always as berto mentioned we have the patreon check that out patreon.com slash normalized crime get access to those extra episodes as well as 
early releases of the current episodes and we will be back in two weeks with the next episode. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to normalized crime. Stay tuned for the next episode.